everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Knife Nuts podcast. This one's uh, going to be pretty loose, but <laughs> we, we hear you like it that way. <laughs> that implies that we actually have some structure that we usually stick to, and today we're deciding to be more relaxed about it. Yeah. It's not true. Just unlike I mean, any of the other episodes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because with Austin, he usually is so good at coming up with structure, and he tries to prod us towards structure, and the second he leaves... We just go back to our we normal chaos. Way. Our homeostasis is just like chaos. We're better in that. We play better in that sandbox. Seriously. But how are you guys doing? I'm good. Good enough. Brian, you're you're doing very good. Yeah. I had a good night. Yeah, that's true. That was definitely the first auction I've ever seen go into an hour and a half of fucking overtime. <laughs> really? I was like, I thought it was going to end 9,000 times. I'm like, no, I can't go higher than that. Did that end in coitus for you, Brian? Was no. there a celebratory session? No. It's probably some celebratory bill maybe with, bill paying. <laughs> maybe maybe the, the hand job that those two guys decided to get from you, you know. I would happily give it. <laughs> for that for that kind of price, I'll bang any one of you. <laughs> for reference, everyone, Brian auctioned off yes. a Mokutai yeah. and Damasteel. Are you going oh to make it? Times, Oh, I was chugging water when he didn't even bang our guests. <laughs> I also didn't uh, even get to finish. It was a chicane. Yes. You auctioned off a chicane. Yeah. Thank oh. you. Yeah. It was very nice. So, yes. It was a very, this was like, if you guys want to understand what the highlight of one of our nights is, is, is watching uh, comments show up on an Instagram post representing an auction of Brian's knives. And every time a post showed up, we would, we would all giggle. That's pretty much how it worked. It kind of got out of hand. It did. Was that was that one from Blade Show, or was that one you made since coming home? No, that was the the one that I kept from Blade Show. Okay, so oh, so it's like a clean slate now. Yep. Never, never to be seen again. Now we'll see it. That guy posts stuff. No, congrats I mean, to never, the winner. I mean, he's never going to make another. He's never going to make another chicane now. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's over. I already I have not. another blade, almost done. Are you, oh, you going to do like a conventional one next? Are they all going to stay crazy for a, a little while? Do you mean the, the the whole knife itself, or you mean the blade? I, I mean, I meant the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I'm probably gonna bring something pretty fancy to uh, the US. Oh shit! Yeah, that's already coming up, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's wow. That goes by fast. I mean, I, I'm I'm in the post Blade Show depression where like now there's nothing that interests me until the stuff that from Blade Show actually comes out. So I kind of forgotten how much time has passed already since Blade. I'm already, see, that's funny, Dave, because Jake and I were already tired of the stuff that we saw at Blade Show, and we're ready for next year. Yeah, that's yeah, that's like uh, <laughs> the complete opposite. <laughs> Nothing is interesting to me until some of these knives start trickling out that were teased at Blade Show. Yes. eBay had that, what, that coupon, that 20% off coupon, and I was struggling mm-hmm. to find something that even piqued my interest a little bit. It was like... I guess I should go and... That shit was upsetting. Should, yes. What did you get? I, nothing. Get nothing. It's like, I feel like this is what it's like to have erectile dysfunction. I was just going through eBay, and I was like, this isn't doing it for me. Just mm. nothing. I've been there. Just nothing's happening <laughs> below the waist. Yeah, and it was it's unfortunate because you can get a 20% off discount on knives that are sold at map pricing, and didn't even get to take advantage of it. I, I used it uh, for a spacesuit that does uh, full-body air conditioning, so I can go... 
comfortably anywhere. All these shows. Yeah. <laughs> it, has, it has a HEPA filter so that you're not breathing in just recycled air. <laughs> this is coming straight out of some neckbeard's mouth. Jake must be in a defiant mood because the first thing we said before we started recording was we're not bringing up climate control. <laughs> the man the man is obsessed. Oh, I got a rash. You know. Did you actually get a rash? Oh, I got a rash, man. You got a rash from Blade Show? Uh, I'm oh. tired of this. No, just just from being hot for th- four months straight. <laughs> anyway, I got a knife from that eBay thing. What, what did? What? Oh, you did get something, yeah. Yeah, I got. I know the, it was uh, on my credit card briefly. That's true. What? I can't remember. I can't remember why it went. Are you guys legally married? Do you share finances? It's, it some it does happen sometimes. Yes. <laughs> did they ever? Uh, well, it got locked. Uh, in Atlanta. Oh yeah, punishment right. for going away that's without exactly telling them. Right. Yeah, that's why <laughs> my credit card didn't work, which was great. Nice, good timing. Uh, but either way, I I got one of the uh, Riot baby machines. It's okay. I like it. It's a nice knife. Yeah, I mean uh, the price you got it for is exceptional. So it wasn't, and I'm selling it for exactly what I got it for. Are you selling so. it already? Yeah. I see what happened was the biggest knife decision I've ever had to make happened. <laughs> Yikes. Wait, what? Why do I feel like yeah, I don't yeah. know about this? We better go I have go straight I, into you, that. Because you have you don't go on Instagram anymore, clearly. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean I saw you were selling shit, but I, I heard no mention of life changing knife decisions. If so, text messaging was still ten cents a message, my bill just <laughs> to help Levon pick a Shiragor of this month. Would have been like twenty five hundred bucks. Oh Jesus Christ! Is the R one? I mean, uh, the Hottie R that expensive? Yeah, Hottie R is expensive, but it didn't. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. It wasn't the price that. Oh, that was the most, the biggest knife decision of my life. Oh, it was the, cost. It was the fucking color. You didn't just yeah. get purple? No. no, isn't that amazing to you? Yeah, that's kind of stunning. So, for people who don't know, we're talking about the the new Hottie R's that are coming out from Recon One. With I've never heard of this material. Was it Alutex? But it's, oh, it's, text. it's like a it's like, colorful it's, like a, it's colorful goodness they have like the whole it's, spectrum it's amazing yeah it the, the only logical way to buy this knife is to buy all of them and then so <laughs> trying to pick one was a fucking nightmare did you pick one uh, i did and it, ar- it arrives tomorrow oh shit really yeah so is this one of like the three bears models or is this the theoretically the regular level Shirakor of production knife. I okay, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I think it's considered a three bears model because it has the multi-row bearings. Yeah, I'm and such entirely and the upgraded steel or whatever. Yeah, uh, I'm entirely confused by their system. Or or what's what's a one bear? What's a two bear? Maybe it's two bears. I I think it's just regular production, then three bears, then custom division, then actual custom. Ah, fuck it. Their US nice, forum says it. It's confusing. It's, it's a it's a nice Shiragorov. Yeah. Like, you know. It's a I've had, it should be good. I've had many a fake one, so I can only imagine how nice that one will be. <laughs> yeah, I'd send it to you, but you'd probably tell me you hated it. So. I, I feel like there's no chance I will hate it. Unless you pick like what is it, the brown? I think there's a brown color that looks quite I did bad. not I did not pick brown. Okay. Well then I, I don't think I'm gonna dislike it. Brown was really the only uh the only one that wasn't a winner there. It looked kind of like snakeskin, the brown. Yeah. So you're not going to tell us what color? I don't know. Should I tell you what color? It's I feel not like that it's... big of a reveal, I'm going to be honest. 
You're gonna find out Literally. tomorrow. You're gonna find out as long tomorrow. as it's not yellow, brown, or well, this isn't it? gonna get posted till tomorrow. So tell us now. Let everybody, everybody else. Will yeah, I guess you're right. Everybody else yeah, will know. They'll know it. Yeah, we're not. We're not live, Levi. <laughs> All right, so let's make this part. Let's let's add some content. What color do you think I got? I hope you went with. I'm gonna go blue C. That's a weird one that you don't see often. No, because I didn't do a blue. Dark cherry. Because. Ooh. Dark Cherry is my second favorite. You nailed it. Yeah, nailed that's it. a good one. Okay. Dark Cherry, you nailed it. Yeah, Maroon so, is nice. I was actually on the... Uh, I saw all of these at Blade Show. Uh, and I really liked the Aquamarine. It really popped. But I realized that I have a Hurricane in pretty much the same color. And I don't have anything in anything remotely similar to Dark Cherry. So Yeah, it's like a it Maroon. It came down to... And it's funny because I I eliminated the aquamarine from 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 the lineup, and it came down to like the purples. There's two purples to fuck with my head. There is a violet and purple. I mean, maybe I'm colorblind, but I can. The difference is like almost unnoticeable yeah. to me. I'll send you. I'll send you the better pictures. Tomar at Recon One sent over a whole bunch, so it made nice. it really easy. I mean, to, the, uh, the dark cherry is definitely my favorite. Yeah, mm-hmm. it it turned it looked really good, so I'm I'm glad I picked that. Um, that's awesome. So I'll play with it for a while and I'll send it off to you. It's also going to be astoundingly light. I think they mill the titanium too out, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah. yeah, the hottie is a very cool model. I would take it over any of the other Shiro models over ninety five R the turtle one. Wow. Yeah, the hot That's, the hottie's really cool. The hottie's a hottie. It is nice. Is that your first Shiro Gorov? It is it's the first one I, for the whole you podcast. Could say that I broke my Shiro cherry. Ah. I'm sure you can use that as a caption tomorrow before the podcast I goes will. up. What steel? <laughs> what steel is it? Is it something wild like Vanax 37? No, it's actually just M390. Oh, that's surprisingly reserved. Just, just M390. Uh, I mean, at this point, it's gotten. It's kind of gotten to the point where it's just M390. Just M390. It's wild. Yeah, it's it's on everything. It's I can't true. believe how many M390 knives I have now. Uh, some other knives that uh, have come through. Um, I got one of the Pena X series. Yeah, came and went. I came and went. Uh, I still have it now. It's getting sent off to Troy tomorrow. Uh, but uh, that was a that's a really cool knife. You know, I, when the Shiro popped up, I was like, "Fuck, I got to get rid of some of this stuff." Evident- Can't keep everything. Evidently, you don't like it better than the Lanny since they're kind of similar, and you kept one and not the other. You you know what killed it for me? Because I do like. I really did like the X series. I the blue screws with the green G10. It is. It was, it was driving me nuts. It's a bad combination. Yeah, I actually talked to Enrique on the phone. We were talking about it, and he's like, "Yeah, I think I'm probably going to change it to gold." I was like, "Yeah, or bronze." Yeah, like, that's a that's a good idea. That would look dramatic. If, if he decides to make more anyway. Yeah. He has some really cool projects coming. Are, are those all out? Like the all, the whole run of them is I, done. I I think they're sold out. Yeah. Oh I Jesus Christ! Done. Well, those were like impossible yeah. to get. They sold out like immediately. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as soon as I posted that for sale, it was gone. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, those are gonna be rare. Uh, we also had a listener send us a very very special. Oh shit! Mic. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so we have a, a Dalbor unnamed integral in the house right now, courtesy of Irish Edgeworks. Irish Edgeworks. Yes. With some underscores. Definitely give him a follow. Very, very, yes. Lots of underscores in there. If you guys go to my Instagram, you'll see pictures of the of the Dalbor, and you can get to him right from there. 
And I'll probably I'm going to see you tomorrow, Jake. So I'll leave I'll leave that with you to take a look at. He insists that you're perfectly allowed to take it apart and do whatever you want to do with it, uh, including use it as a knife. He says so. I was no not going to do that. <laughs> no. Yeah. Don't well, don't take it apart. Don't use it as a knife. Send it mm-hmm. back to the guy. That's exactly what we're going to do. You're right, Brian. I'm not even going to look at it. I'm I'm just going to I'm going to close my eyes and when Levon walks in, I'm going to have a flat rate box open and he's just, <laughs> just put it right, back it right in. in. Just f- just toss it right, it right into right the in. box. In, in well, fact, you know what? I'm just Levon, just throw it in your creek right now. Don't even <laughs> bring it. So, what's really funny is how how quickly it got here. We were talking like what? Like last Thursday evening, he mentioned, "Hey, how about I send you guys this uh this Dalbor. And then the next afternoon it was, it, it was on my doorstep. Yeah. It was like, it bended like the laws of physics. Mm-hmm. It, I had a similar experience with Banggood recently, four days for free shipping from China. That's wild for a tool. Unfortunately, it wasn't any of the fun quad. Cover. It wasn't, it wasn't an integral Dalbor. No, but four days from China for free is pretty amazing. That's pretty good. It probably didn't come, from China, it probably came from a warehouse. Yeah, on a on a boat. How is an integral from Dalibor? I mean, here's the thing about the integral Dalibor: is it my kind of knife? Not necessarily. Uh, but is it made very well? Yes. Yeah, it looks like it weighs um qu- quite a bit. Yeah, it's it's beautifully done. Like for for a knife like that, it's incredible. And I don't know, m- know too many people who are making integrals the way he's making integrals. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's just, what, him and Resenti that are consistently putting them out, mm-hmm. so... Absolutely. I mean, other people have done it, they just not nearly as frequently. I think everything Dalbor does at this point is pretty much an integral, once he figured it out. And, and it's a true integral, like, the only screw is the fucking pivot. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah I think he just takes a big-ass block of titanium and then just mills the channel for where the blade goes. Like, yeah. It's, it's finished nicely, like, there's no real sharp spots or anything. Um... Irish Edgeworks uh, insists that you can Spidey flick the thing. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I think it was going to put me in traction before it did anything <laughs> like that. So I did not expect it has the a detent, detent to be that the, de- the detent ball is basically, I don't know, a BB. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. Yeah, so it's it's got some detent. So... We'll send it off to you. Dave, you know, you know what's funny there. is that knife is expensive, but knife uh, knife center has a Michael Raymond starlet up that they got at Blade, and mm-hmm. the two thousand dollars for that Dalibor is a steal in comparison to the Michael Raymond fifty five hundred dollars. Oh my God! Yeah, Jesus Christ! Yeah, I don't know. I think his table prices are also quite high at this point. I mean, it's funny when you think about it. What did Brian's knife go for? For forty one hundred? Yeah. Michael Raymond. But I guess, well, then Brian, you gotta make it. If you he, listen, you, dumbass, you had to erase it last week. Now you gotta fucking do it again. <laughs> I didn't say what knife. I just said you had to make one. Actually, it was all a secret up until you just bl- blurted out like, "No, you gotta delete it." I mean, I'll just delete oh, all this. But this this starlet is just titanium. It's not Mokutai or anything. I mean, it's got a it's got a mother of pearl inlay on the pivot, which is beautiful. You might as well stop because we gotta edit this whole part out. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> just segue into another topic. Just put a whole long beep in there. See what happens. Fine. You can uh, say I went on a I went on a rant and you had to beat me up. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
so it's been an interesting uh oh my god you sent us before we go into the next thing uh there was a couple other knives that crossed our paths uh i got the camp 10 uh the camp tan version of the camp 10 that's uh, very exciting and dave you, you you received a gift from us yeah i got the kershaw camp 18 which I, and i got a gift from you yeah that's the what the real steel g5 i gotta tell you i liked it better from afar yeah, I mean, like, it's like, I don't know, it's a good $45 knife. It's a good $45 knife. You know what drives me nuts about it? Like, I can't open it to save my life. My hand doesn't want to... It's got, like, a front flipper type thing. Yeah. And you can't, like, front flipper it the way you would front flipper a front flipper. You definitely can't. I don't think you can do it with your index finger. You have to do it with your thumb. No. Or... Yeah, I tried to do it with my index finger, and it just tears it up. Yeah, it does not work that way. Um, it, I mean, it's okay. The handle's full of sharp edges, which I, you know, yes. is like a $45 knife thing. Yes. And also... That's my biggest pet peeve of it. It's just all sharp everywhere. Yeah, and, and that... I don't know what that color is, but it's like some bad place in between, like, sky blue and gray. It's a weird color. It's gray. Yeah, it's, it's, it's called soft gray on the box, and that actually seems appropriate. It's not very attractive. I don't know. It's cool. I like the design of it. I think it looks cool. Roller bearings and shit. Yes. It, it does have the roller bearings. That's true. Which is funny. We should take them out and put them in, in my Shirogorov. And then it's a custom division. Yeah, I was going to say, then it is a custom division. Um, yeah. But Real Steel, speaking of Real Steel, they've actually got some new knives coming out. They've got a, a, the most expensive one they've ever made called the Harrier, and it uses a Hoback Rolling Detent ripoff. That actually looks kind of interesting, and it has the sealed bearings again, like the bearings oh, that are really? encased on both sides. Yeah. What What does this look like? It's called the Harrier. It's not. Got that part? I got. Yeah. I, let me find a picture of it. While he's I, doing that, I remember seeing this on Instagram and thinking it looks good. I will take a look. All right. Uh, let me send this. There's a whole knife news article about it, naturally. But anyway, yeah. So it uses a, it uses a HRT ripoff. That's what. I, that's why it stood out to me. It, it's a uh, it's a Carson design, so it's sort of uh, reminiscent of the original boiling meg megalodon. Yeah. Oh, well, well, that's probably good looking. Let me take a look. It has that same, uh, I don't even know how to. The S-shaped the S uh, pivot cutout. I mean, yeah. not pivot, um, lock, lock bar, bar cutout. Cut yeah. Yes, the tight S. Oh, yeah. yeah. Almost that, like a chicane in a way. It looks really fat in the handle, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, and the, the, in, the carbon fiber inlays look terrible. It looks like I don't think I like it. I don't. I it don't like it like at a, all. It looks like a like a megalodon that got stung by a bee. Yeah, it just kind of looks swollen. Yeah, it's it's no. it's not great, and I don't know what the fuck with the two turd inlays laying. <laughs> they look awful. They're like, and they're they're also not flush. They like stand up way too much, uh, and it looks like they got some shitty rock pattern on them. Oh, it does have a shitty rock pattern. Why did you? This is terrible. It also has. Don't buy this knife. Yeah, it also has thumb studs and two detent balls. So the the mm. Hoback rolling detent ripoff is not the one that goes into the blade. What's happening with the weird? Do you see the lock bar relief? Like what's happening there? Oh yeah, why is there like what looks like some sort of like um, inlay for the clip? Channel milled. Channel milled in it. Yeah. What is what is happening there? Oh, that is terrible. What's I don't understand well, how this, this knife. Damn, this thing looks awful. Jake, I think you're right, though. I think it's basically a, a callback to a lot of the Carson design stuff. It is designed by him. Do you remember? Yeah, before yeah. everything went went streamlined, there they had the, some very chunky 
I would just say experimental looking knives. But, I would just uh, call it Chinesey. Yeah. They were yeah. not traditional Chinesey. I mean, there was an element of Chineseiness to them. I suppose. There's definitely a distinct aroma of China on them. Um, well, let's see. Maybe real steel. They have like they have pictures of the mechanics and stuff. I don't know. I, I don't think they're gonna strike lightning twice. The Megalodon was great. Megalodon Eclipse was not as great. And then this is just like even worse. So at least one of us is gonna own one. You know it. I can't bring myself to. I can't buy something with rock pattern carbon fiber inlays these days. It's not gonna be me. Yeah, I was gonna say it's probably the only person it's not gonna be is Brian. Yeah, that's that's fair. But they did just come out with the first of apparently three production collaborations with Jacob from uh, Van, uh, Poltergeist Blade Works, which is kind of exciting. I mean, it's a stainless yeah, steel frame lock, so there's only so much that could, that can get you going these days, but. I don't know. Hmm. If they make fancier ones, I'd be okay with that. That's uh um <laughs> I did see that Mora came out with a floating fixed blade. Wait, what? What's a floating what's a floating Does it just sort of levitate? It floats. It's a uh, yes, it's a unique mechanism. Uh, no, it is a knife that floats. Hmm. It has like a cork handle wait what oh that is not the kind of floating i was thinking like lady macbeth like knife floating in the air kind of shit so the backspacer on this uh on this uh what do you call it uh what's it called again what's this real steel oh yeah harry yeah. it has a uh, the little bars on it like my hydra yeah that i don't why did they choose to also over, rip that off it's so over designed it's like the the designer took a whole bunch of design elements that he wrote down on pieces of paper and he put them all in his mouth and then he sneezed and whatever landed in the general vicinity of like a bullseye that's what he decided was going to go on the knife uh, yeah i mean it has two of everything it has two stop pins two backspacers two detent balls two screws for the backspacer yep well four if you count ones on the other side <laughs> yeah it's uh i don't know it's kind of a and mess. not an, and not enough and not enough blade to fit in the and yeah in the handle yeah it's pretty yeah. it's 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 not good is the best way to describe it. the sealed bearings are cool i don't know why someone hasn't done that besides them i think that was a big deal for uh for the carson tech stuff yeah i'm beginning to think that real steel is just Carson Tech Lab. I mean, it's something. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's theoretically the same person. I think the Carson of Carson Tech Labs. This who is almost certainly not a real person, but him and Kevin John run. The yeah, <laughs> Car Carson and Kevin John out there together. Um, is now a good time to talk about our sponsor? Sure. Should we do that? Yeah. So here's a crazy thing that happened to the Knife Nuts podcast. We actually have a freaking sponsor, and it's a good one. So today's episode is brought to you in part by PVK Vegas. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about PVK Vegas because, you know, we're almost contractually obligated to. And I also want to. So it's a kind of, you know, a double-edged sword here. So they've been selling knives on the Internet since 1996. They're the largest microtech dealer in the United States. They specialize in automatics and balisongs, and they have a strong selection of high-end customs. And they even have a showroom in Las Vegas, which is a, a steamy five-minute walk from the USN show. Did you guys hear that? I did. Is that good? That was good. That sounded, uh, it sounded very <laughs> professional. Um, I, was, I, yeah, I was afraid to talk. 
I would also like to point out that uh, we have, you can actually get 5% off. Don't quote me on that amount. I think it's 5% by using the coupon code knife nuts. And that will be active by the time you guys hear this. Isn't that exciting? It is. We have a sort of a, a sponsor people have actually heard of. And it's funny. So if you ever, if you guys are going to USN and you want to meet uh, Jeremiah, who runs USN, just look for the guy that's dressed like a hitman. Is is a hitman or the hitman? Uh, it's kind of like I know what you're talking about. Like you're talking about like the the video game hitman. Yeah. I'm talking about like an act. If like if you had to meet a real hitman, it would probably be dressed. They would probably be dressed like. Jeremiah. You should probably tell Tim Blambesis what a real hitman looks like because he didn't do that great of a job with that. I don't know what the fuck that means. The lead singer of Azalea Dying. He just got it. He, they just reunited. Oh, yeah, because he hired a hitman. To kill, kill his, his wife. wife. Yeah, but no, something. the band just reformed <laughs> after they were like, nah, we want nothing to do with him. As soon as he gets out of prison, he's back in the van. They just released a single. It's very mediocre. Water under the bridge, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. But either way, big thank you to PVK Vegas. I actually buy all of my Ultratex from them, and God knows I own a lot of fucking Ultratex. <laughs> I really I really want a UTX-70 right now. I think that's going to be my next little uh, little guy. But it can't be a black one. I got to get one in a different color. It's going to be the Shirogorov choice all over again. Do they make that many in, of that one? Well, they just started bringing them to market again. They were gone and now they're back, you know? Yeah, oh, so in classic Microtech fashion. Microtech fashion with uh, some some improvements. So it's got the... The contoured, uh, the semi-contoured uh, scale handles. Yeah. Well, uh, so it's gonna look nice. I mean, uh, they also have a bunch of Sebastian's knives, which is if you want one of Sebastian's yeah, knives. Sebastian's knives. I think Aaron has a few knives on there now. Uh, who else? The new, the new Cipher OTF came out. The Derek which Monroe. is really gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah, it's cool. It's got. Like, I the really same, think it's it got the same good, blade man. cutout and blade shape as the sigil. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really nice looking OTF. Uh, yeah. So that's cool. We have a sponsor. It makes it really nice. And uh, we'll have some, some... We'll be doing some cool stuff with them in the future. Can we mention the patches? Is that like a secret? Yeah, we're having patches made. Well, PVK was, was kind enough to use their resources to, to get us some patches made. We haven't decided how we want to do it. To be honest with you, I was tossing around the idea. And I actually want to pose this to everyone who's listening. Um, I was thinking about starting a Patreon for us. Does that sound like something you guys may want to... If you guys aren't uh, familiar with it, basically you guys can um, donate a certain amount of money towards the podcast from a dollar a month or so uh, and up. And we would provide some sort of reward uh, for our patrons, the people who mm-hmm. like maybe giveaways, uh, little prizes like uh, like the patches and things like that. Um, but if it's something you guys think you might want to do, um, let us know. Cause we're still tossing it around as something that we might want to do. You know, it's, it I takes a lot for, that would be a perfect outlet for any and all of our giveaway ideas that are slowed by not really knowing exactly how to approach it. Yeah. I mean, I would, <laughs> we really want to give it to the people that constantly listen to our show, you know, yes, yeah. if that's the only problem we have with give, doing a giveaway. Um, but that's a great segue because we're actually doing a giveaway. <laughs> One that we have similarly not put a lot of thoughts into. No, we haven't. Um, 
but NMD Bladeworks on Instagram actually designed a really cool miniature kukri. I posted a picture of it on my Instagram, uh, and I and I simulated uh, chopping through a lot of wood, but it's a very very tiny uh, kukri that you wouldn't use for chopping. It's more of a neck knife, but I could see it being a really nice little utility blade. They're very popular. They've sold out. It's called the it's the Wee Knives. Uh, Vakia, am I saying it right? I think it's Vakita. Vakita. Yeah, I think there's yeah, a T like in there. Ch like Chiquita, but Vakita. Uh, but it's very popular. It's sold out pretty much everywhere the last time I checked. Um, and NMD Blade Burks was nice enough to donate one to the show, and we're going to be giving it away. And one of the biggest debates that we've ever had on this show was, well, not on this show, but the precursor to the show was us debating on how we were going to give this thing away. And I think we decided um, that you guys are going to have to post a picture on Instagram uh, depicting what, Jake? What do we agree on? We know what the hashtag is, but what are they going to post a picture of? Any Anything they can think of that might, uh, that might explain what they would do if they had this mini cookery. A miniature cookery. Okay. Yeah. What kind so of give us tree a, shit or wood shit would you do? A, a photographic... Interpretation of what you would use a miniature kukri for, and you're going to use the hashtag knife nuts tree shit. And be sure to tag us as well. Definitely tag knife nuts podcast, knife nuts Jake, anybody you want or everybody you want. Uh, yeah, that's we'll put we'll, exciting giveaway. We'll probably put the details in the in the notes. Do we mention it's made yeah. by Wee Knives? So I I said the Wee Knives Vaquita. Okay, there we go. So mm -hmm. it's actually well made. And it is brand new. I'd never chopped anything. Besides maybe a piece of pizza. Hard use. It only it only laid on a very large slice of pizza. So so it at one point was in contact with pizza, if that is a problem for anyone. It's just oiled, man. It's just, you know. It's like it's not kosher anymore, man. Hey, you oiled the blade. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, it's right. It's fine. It's good practice. I'll have a rabbi bless it or something. Getting back to the Patreon thing, I, I think, I didn't know that this was a thing, but you can do it, instead of a monthly donation, you can do it based on content output, which I think would be more appropriate. I mean, I guess we've, we've stuck to the schedule of one episode a month at least, um, so I wouldn't feel as bad about taking people's money, but if we somehow slowed our output, which would be very bad if we did that, and only got money per episode, that would be... I think well, slightly better with sponsors and stuff too. We won't. We we really should. Yeah, we we really can't be. Yeah, we cannot get any slower. I mean, we it's we've true. been good recently. This is our third one in a month, so we're doing good. And the lack of content is evident. <laughs> I mean, there's some stuff going on in the knife world, though. Uh, like what? Let me. Did you know that Lucas Burnley has a very successful Kickstarter right now? Because I had no fucking idea that was happening. Not a clue. Yeah, let me send this to you guys. Unsurprisingly. And if this this should be um, sort of a word of caution to other knife makers that want to do a Kickstarter, if you want to do a Kickstarter and you want to get funded, do a kitchen knife. This is a kitchen knife. It's got 67 hours to go, and it's got $20, $26,000 of a $5,000 goal. So clearly kitchen knives are something people want. Um, did you guys see that? Austin made a video about it, but it was a Wee Knives produced knife. It was by this guy, I think it's Vitesse Design. And mm -hmm. it didn't even come close to funding. Bombed. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, that shit bombed. Like it's, it funded like twelve thousand of like fifty two. Doctor Frankie did a video. Yeah, they both did it. If you want something that's gonna 
if that's gonna get funded, especially when you're asking fifty grand, you gotta do something more down the middle, like this kitchen knife. I think I think what Lucas did here that made a lot of sense. He knew he was gonna hit five thousand dollars. Yeah, that's I mean, extremely. I feel like that's not even like five thousand dollars can't be the amount for a minimal. So a that's why order. more people were more likely to to back it because they realized he wasn't asking for that much money. Yeah, he's got to be putting up some of his own money. There's no way this run is costing him only five thousand dollars. No, it's probably going to cost around thirty grand. Yeah, I mean, you you know what it costs? To, like, if you want a knife produced by we, I mean, exactly. And this is made by Fox in Italy, but yeah, in Italy, air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think people need to be more realistic about Kickstarter. I mean, it's I, it comes with like the learning curve since there aren't that many knives that have been funded. But obviously, stuff that is mainstream appealing, like a kitchen knife, is great. That Vitesse design thing was super polarizing. I, for one, did not enjoy that design. There's a, a gentleman on Instagram um, by the name of Blinks Blades. Have you guys seen him? He's a, he's a listener of the podcast. He's been following for a while. He's got a Kickstarter up right now for his Wii Knife uh, produced item. And it looks it looks nice. I mean, I'm kind of tired of everybody saying they're producing the perfect EDC. Yeah. like That's like my pet peeve. I really don't like it. It does not exist, clearly. This I feel like I said pet peeve a lot on this episode. I, you, I don't think you've said it yet. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm looking. The recording will tell. I'm looking at this Blinks Blades. Um, twenty one thousand dollars is also still pretty high. Mm-hmm. Uh, this. Hmm. Uh, it does look like that new Dariel Kasten knife. I'm gonna be honest. He's been tossing this thing around for quite a long time. Okay. So. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. like the. I mean, there's only so much you can do when you want to make the handle and the blade like kind of like identical in appearance. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Good luck to him. But it it seems like you got to have a low fund, a low ceiling for funding, or I you agree. need to have something crazy like that. Uh, that mm-hmm. tr- that like transforming karambit that funded like yeah something. If you're bringing something truly revolutionary, that's a whole other. Yeah. Ball game. Yeah. And also something not polarizing. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, you get the gun community on the karambit dick. Oh, that's true. It is tactical. Mm-hmm. Super tactical. Mm-hmm. Now, I think I grossed myself out with the idea of a karambit dick. It's like Gonzo's nose. Yes, exactly. Only sharp. I don't know. I, I my, So also my problem with kind of with people using Kickstarter when it's not something that's risky, like that karambit is risky because it's like weird and inventive mm-hmm. and new. For, it seems, it seems like you're just funding it a pre-order. Use, it warrants the use of crowdsourcing. Yeah, for some, for if you ever have a relatively conventional design, like why are why would people agree to like fund your entire project? Like if it's like a normal design, just pay for it yourself. I, I guess. yes, well, presumably because they don't have twenty, thirty grand to true get the design off the ground. Yeah, I mean that's that's totally true, and I guess if there is the demand there, it'll get funded. Mm-hmm. If people really do want it. So, like, it's cool that you can, yeah, not have to do this as a business and have, I don't know, have your knife come out and shit. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. Sometimes sometimes it feels like you're just funding what someone should be paying for themselves if they're a knife maker or something. Right. I mean, it does, it does lower the risk because, you know, if you have a higher, the only thing I can say is at least you have the manufacturing taken care of from this perspective because they know if you hit the goal, you're going to get your knife because if, if Wee Knives is making it, it's going to get made. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, so there's very low risk from that perspective. So if you like the design, I say go for yeah, it. Yeah, I think I, production ones are a lot less risky than, like, if a custom maker was was doing one. Yeah. But we've only seen one of those so far. That's true. Um, yeah. I also got, speaking of uh, 
karambit dicks and gonzo noses i got a spider co matriarch <laughs> why did you buy that i really always wanted one jake will attest to this yeah does it still come with a little warning about how it can't be used for anything but like cutting people or whatever I don't know. I didn't go through the paperwork. Does it say something like that? The, mat- the matriarch used to. It's, yeah, you see the matriarch or the smaller version or the bigger version, maybe. I don't know. Is the, the is, is the matriarch the, the smaller or the big one? The civilian is actually a little big. Oh, that's what I it is. Think. With the civilian, it comes with a thing like the tip is very fragile. This knife should not be used for like anything but causing yeah. massive amounts of pain to people or something. <laughs> it's amazing. I cut myself with it the first day. I mean. <laughs> I think that's what it's for, for basically just accidentally cutting yourself when you're trying to scare somebody. It's got a... It has such a stupid fucking name, though. Yeah. It should have been called the Skeksis. That would have been a cool name. Yeah. I, I think that reference would not... People would not have gotten that. Uh, hold on. Let's see. I'm, try, I'm trying to find the actual text of the warning that comes with the civilian. Uh, here we go. It's the civilian, but it's the one that's, yeah. you know... Same, same idea. Almost almost used for military purposes or combat purposes, but it's a civilian. <laughs> this blade... And then there's, this bl- then there's the matriarch, which makes even less sense. This blade was not, not in all caps, designed to be used as a utility knife. Its unique design will not support everyday use, and our warranty will not cover the results of using it as a utility blade. Did you know that you literally can't use your knife? Except for Did to murder that, people or whatever? If you, if you go uh, look up, you know, knife, the actual knife on sites where it's on sale... It talks about it being a great EDC. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I mean, unless they change something from the civilian to the matriarch. It just makes me shake my head in a... It doesn't make any sense. Have you any? Have you guys used Spyderco's warranty service? I hear very mixed things about it. I did one time, many moons ago. You're supposed to use it again, Jake. I gave I you homework. I currently have a knife <laughs> boxed up and uh, something, something akin to an RMA number. For Levon's uh, cup host, cupped washer host. Oh. What is what is that thing? What was it called? It's this the positron. The positron. It's just a host for cupped washers. They knew they were going to cup, and they shipped it out anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they so they fixed that, but they only fixed it on one knife, the Advocate, and that's weird to me. I, I unless I've missed it, I have not seen them say that they're going back and changing the bearings on every bearing knife. That isn't the advocate. I think I think the positron is just discontinued. Yeah, it's discontinued. But like, uh, I presume they're still making like the domino and shit. So is that gonna? Know. They're gonna go back and fix that? Or are they gonna fix the the definitely Did still you making see the that mantra? In the catalog? I don't remember seeing the domino in the catalog. Well, the mantras, for example, the mantra one and two, the titanium ones, are definitely still being made, and they definitely still have the shitty washers. So um, it would be it would be nice if they went back and fixed it. But I thought they only did with the advocate. So do you think the spider co poppy will have? <laughs> washers <laughs> i mean how did you deploy it no one's seen a picture of this thing do you know how many people dm me after that saying they saw the poppy and also had to look away in horror when they, at blade show i i know it's probably never gonna surface like this sounds like something that's gonna stay in development hell forever and just be canceled but i really want to see this thing uh it's gonna happen i know the spider co people listen to this podcast too you're an artist please send it <laughs> draw it from memory yeah, i should just i can draw the poppy yeah. it could happen just recreate it <laughs> from memory the, the poppy is is burnt into my mind's eye sell the design to we and have them yeah be, be spider go to the market they'll make the anything poppy. else what's that uh model that we is actually uh hawking right now what the the integral that's coming out soon 
I think it's an integral. It's got like the scooped hole in the blade. You like it, the one you want to buy. The, oh, the the I let me. It's a weird name. Let me find the name of it. The oh, the tyke knife with a weird name. Tyke. I don't know how to pronounce this. T y c h e. Is this a word? Ta maybe it's it's tai chi. It was a it was a apparently a here we go a Greek deity. Of course it was. It was a Greek a deity, uh, fortune and prosper. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know how they came up with that. But so he, it looks cool. The reason I... Go ahead, Dave. No, I'm no. Sorry. You know something about it. I don't, so go. Well, it features an incredible handle finish. Um, I handled a couple of blades at Blade Show uh, at the Wii table with this new finish that they're experimenting with. It's like they, they polish the titanium, stonewash it, polish it again... I don't really understand what's happening there. Yeah, we talked about it last uh, week, but now that there's actually pictures like, of it. Yeah, I feel like you talked about this in the last episode. But this, now, but now this, you can yeah, see I it. know I did, but this knife features that. Yeah. It's it's pretty insane. So. It's like flecked. It kind of looks like marble. Yeah. It's got like these flecks of color. I, I it's, it's really kind of exciting. I naively thought it was going to be like similar to the price of their last integral. I am reconsidering now my interest in it because I imagine this is going to be not inexpensive. How much do you think it's going to go for? Well, the what was it? The seven hundred two is the last integral. That was that I don't was three hundred. Go much more. It's going to be three something. I would imagine. Okay. I was because thinking it was going to be like four hundred. Yeah. Well, if they're think about it, their Domasteel models were only four or five hundred bucks. They were five fifty. Five fifty. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know. It it looks cool. It's. It, the blade finish is, and I mean, the inlays look incredible. It looks nice. They're only making 300 of them, too, so. Oh, it's a limited model. Yeah, it's got it's got the gigantic, like, certificate in the different box. Yeah, if, they, if those come in that, that crazy finish in that purple, that iridescent purple I was talking about, I might have to pick one up. I mean, it should be the dealer soon, so we'll see. We'll find out the price. They're being very coy about what the price is. I speaking. Of, I also really, really like the Sprint Run uh, 04. What's that? 0462. ZT? The is it the 0462? The one that came out in is all that, black recently. Yeah, I really like that. I I need one of those. Yeah. Uh, need need is a strong word in that case. Oh yeah. I mean, nothing is need here. We all know that. <laughs> I just mean for that knife in particular. I, I like you, it. You've already had every variation of that shape and design. Yeah, we haven't size. had the big one yet. <laughs> No, we haven't. I only had one small one. The, I have the 0462, the regular one. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, it's exactly... It's what I wanted, finally. When they came out with the smaller version, I was so disappointed. And then they made the big one. And it's awesome, though. I'm, I'm very happy with it. It's a nice knife. I, just the all-black aesthetic looks really cool. Yeah. Knife, I, I mean, it's already a pretty aggressive-looking knife, so the mm -hmm. all-black looks pretty damn cool. That's right. Well, I'm ex I want one of those. Uh, what else is going on? I know there's something. Are you guys excited for K-Bar's first ever flipper knife? It looks terrible. It's so bad, and it's uh, it's $19, so I guess that's fine. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, if you want a $19 flipper, all the, all the gun people will have one. They're going to post pictures of it next to their presumably some sort of karambit. It is, tr it is tremendously ugly, but yeah. good for K-Bar for, I don't know. I, I like K-Bar. I like it them as a company. It has handles. K-Bar as a company is very influential. Yeah, no, I, I, I like them. and uh, it's, it's Cutco, not nice. But you yeah, know. Cutco bought. The, the, their documentary series was pretty good. But yeah, they're, I mean, it's it's 5CR steel, so it's uh, it's it's what you might expect for $19. But, oh, man, hmm. is that thing ugly. 
You know, I was thinking we should, uh, you know, we were talking about the dual room situation over at, uh, at Blade Show. I was thinking maybe we should hear it straight from one of the makers that was banished to that other room. Yes, please. We need to do something. Do you think we should do that? You know, um, you guys have an, you know, I think I have someone in mind. I was going to ask you guys, but I think you'll probably agree with who I'm going to call. So give me one second. You guys talk amongst yourselves for a moment. Um, oh, Jake, you'll love this. So did you end ever end up looking at that website, uh, Knife Steel Nerds, the blog by Devin Thomas's son, Laren, who is a yeah, metallurgist? I'm, I'm sure I looked at it, but not with as much vigor as, uh, as I planned to. His most recent post was about some cat. So if people aren't familiar with Catra, it's like a automated system to test edge retention. And someone did a study in 2012 with a CPM 154 or a 154 CM knife. Like they made two identical blades. Uh, out of the two uh -huh. steels, and they just changed the edge finish and the edge thickness, and the by far the thing that accounted for the most variance in edge retention was just the edge angle of the secondary bevel. The difference between 154 CM and CPM 154 was pretty negligible in edge retention. It's kind of interesting. A lot of the... This is some really nerdy shit, and I really appreciate that this guy is taking the time to do this because, like, he has a Patreon, so I'm glad he's getting paid to do this. But you it's guys like actual science shit. You really appreciate when I leave because it took no time for it to get real fucking nerdy in here. Hey, I mean, it's it's, it's interesting yeah. to see that CPM 154 does not have better edge retention than 154 CM. As soon as you it, it'll Brian's work. taking a fucking nap. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you got you can start using cheaper steels. You should be excited about this. Yeah, but you got to convince all these people that, that that is a better way. So unless you just get on the bandwagon, it's like always a fight of trying to justify so everything you that's do to the everybody. Challenge. Yeah, like, exactly. What are you doing the chicane in when it's not in Damasteel? Damasteel. Damasteel. Oh, they're only, <laughs> that's it? They're just only going to be Damasteel? That's funny because it's true. Great out, Damasteel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. It seems like a waste of money, but. Um, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm doing with them. I don't know if I'm going to make. Uh, I'm definitely not going to take orders on them. Um, I don't know how many I am going to make. I might just make some fancy ones and then move on. I don't wow. know. Wow. All right. I'm already, I'm, I'm, I'm already kind of. I don't know. I just. Not finding anything that's really tickling me right now. <laughs> that's disappointing because like three people have them now. So please make more. It'll be worth a lot of money for them at least. Oh, there we go. You can, you can artificially uh, I'm sure play I'm, your secondary market. I'm sure market. I'll make some, but I'm just not gonna. I'm not gonna make you know, five hundred dollar versions. That's for shit sure. Okay. Well, and that is all of us sighing a collective sigh of disappointment. Yeah, I know. I think that well, picture that I sent just of another. that frog sticking a fork into an <laughs> electrical outlet. Yeah, maybe. Pepe. Yeah. <laughs> it just, just seems to be the you know, right thing. Yep. For me to for me to get them down at that price range, I got to do a lot of them. I got to set up different type of fixturing. I got to do different type of machining processes. You know, I'm just right now. I'm just doing everything the long way. And what about like 800? Is that is that more reasonable? Yeah, but I'm still gonna have to make a. I'm still gonna have to make a shitload of not a, maybe not as many, but I would still have to make quite a bit of them. I don't know that I want to take that kind of orders right now. Womp I womp. I mean, I don't blame him. Like, it. He's gonna continue to spend the time making this stuff. It's you gotta you gotta want to. Yeah. 
it's just I when I do big orders, it's I you lose you know, your passion. I, I I get stale and just doing the same thing over and over and dealing with customer changing their shit and I just I I just rather make what I make and put it up for sale or put it up for auction or bring it to shows and and just do that. You know, I'm not going to make nearly as much money, but um, I'm also not going to hate every moment of my life. It's a fair trade. Oh, <laughs> oh just, sure, sure you will. Brian. Just the awake moments. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a fair trade. I, you know, I really, I wish I had an answer of what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do things. I just, you know, since, since I started this, I've been fighting this, you know, how, what's the best way to do things. And it's, it's hard. Well, you've got the, we've got the micros coming in a few weeks. Yeah, they're coming in a few weeks. That'll, that's good. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's, do I do something like that again? Do I do it like most of the people are doing and go to dealers and, you know, um, Sell them, uh, sell that type of stuff through dealers. I I don't know. I don't know. I think you have the ability to to move them all the way you want to move them. So regardless if they go to dealers or not. No, I'm not talking about the ones I already did. They're already. Done. I know. I know. What you're I'm talking, talking about. about for future stuff. You know. I don't. I. Yeah, but it's a lot of work. You know, to take down all the orders and box them all up and deal with all that shit and. Uh, Yes, and you have people that don't even like you, but sp- still spend money with you for some reason. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> I thought it was a different guy, but it's a. It's a I just like three people that I really. You, you mean it wasn't the guy you thought it was? No, it was another guy. Holy shit! Yeah, Brian. there's another. There's a cop. I have like three people that like really there was ever any animosity with, you know, mm-hmm. and um, this guy apparently was one of them. He. He's a he's a doctor. Mm. He he sent me an email. A pa- this this is when I was I don't know if you remember. I had my old Sharp by Design email, and mm-hmm. I went back and forth with the people I was working with to try to get these um, filters to work right, and nothing was working right. And I was just getting five hundred emails a day at the same time, getting nine thousand people. Can I change because my everybody- color? <laughs> so. Trying to sift through that stuff all the time. I did the best I could. I'm, you know, I was fucking working my ass off then. So apparently, I missed two of his emails. I finally got the third email, and it was, you know, I've been trying to get in touch with you, whatever, whatever. And um, I said, listen, I'm sorry. I'm one person. I tried to explain to him a little bit. I said, your question, if you took the time to read the front page when you signed up for this explained all exactly what you're asking mm. i said so I mean, was you... this for the mini typhoon or was this for something I, else i think it was for the mini typhoon yeah because that's the one you did like the the build your own adventure sort of situation <laughs> and you know and i said if you don't want if you if you don't want to get it now i'll refund your money i'll refund your deposit and he said you know he was pissed off so he sent me a nasty email back how, you know, if I treat my customers and make them wait or not make them wait, but yeah, it's a bunch of shit. And I was just like, you know what? Then goodbye. At the same time, you know, he's a fucking doctor. I guarantee you sit in his fucking waiting room for three hours. Hmm. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Oh, I'm sorry. It's true. I don't think I, I don't think I've you ever been to. to that out. <laughs> nah, I, I honestly don't think I've ever been to a doctor's office where I had my appointment at the time my appointment was supposed to be now you know that i i have a bunch of doctors that i used to deal with that did the same shit every time you would go there especially my sinus guy 
I would sit there for, you know. Oh, my name's Brian. My sinuses are bothering me. <laughs> Somebody help me. No. That's actually what he sounds like when his allergies are really bad. <laughs> All right. So, fuck you. So, um, fuck you. <laughs> I'd always be there an hour and a half. But at the same time, whenever you called the guy and said, you got to get me in. He would get you in. You know what I mean? So he's doing that for everybody. It just, it's, it sucks. It you know? defeats the purpose. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, so that's the story know. with that guy. I don't know. So, but now he's on the list for, uh, oh, but I didn't even know who that was. I thought it was the cop who screwed me over. So um, regardless, if you screw me over on a knife, you go on the, the uh, on the list. And... <laughs> I'm, no, look, listen, I'm not going to, you screw me once, shame on you, you screw me twice, go fuck yourself, you're not going to screw me twice. Don't worry, everybody, if you're ever, if you're one of these people that Brian talks about, is talking about right now, I get penciled on and off the list all the time. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. No, I so, can't even tell when he's joking anymore, yeah. honestly, I think he's dead serious. I don't, I'm, I, I'm dead serious he's never, this. he's never fucking joking, that's for one, one thing. Brian doesn't have a sense of humor. No, I had everything is a joke, but it just has a lot of realistic stuff to it, you know. <laughs> that's called that's called passive aggressive, yeah. Brian. You're doing it very well. Good job. Uh, so, <laughs> These pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> what? What is that? Serenity code? now. <laughs> I'm just re- I'm just reminded of uh, of Seinfeld for some reason because of uh, uh, you know Frank. Yeah. Uh, what, yes, it's just it's just exactly what I thought about. Um, as we're waiting for our our uh, our uh, our next our temporary guest, I should say. Um, <laughs> tomorrow, I'm very excited about my Shirogorov. That's all I have to say right now. I'm curious to see what what colors other people thought. I mean, how many of them are there? Are there how many colors? No, are there? how many how many of them are being made? Are there really going to no, really be that many floating around? I, I have no idea. I mean, do, do we ever have any idea? But I do want to talk about how many callers there were. There were 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 fucking colors. I mean, they've, they got, I guess they have every variant of that material, seems like. And I got, on, on average, 10 or so text messages per color. <laughs> Asking Not which color. color should I get? And then we came to a conclusion, and I agreed. And then 24 hours later, he puts the question out on Instagram to everyone. Which uh, because color? Because I, I don't trust Jake. That's <laughs> just how it comes down to. Yeah, because we just got to pump out. We just got to pump out content. Oh, you know what we didn't talk content. about? Content. We didn't talk about the new uh, Ramon Chavez Riot Knives oh. that j- just dropped, and everyone is buying at a and rapid set pace. everyone on fire? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, R- I Ramon know. manages to like maintain some mystique, so I think that's why his stuff sells out like immediately. Let's just be honest with ourselves. It's because of the pocket clip. I I like everything about the knife at this point, but the pocket clip. I think it's holding me back. What's funny is I don't think I like the knife at all. It's just not for me. Yeah, I mean, they're like if they were maybe like a little bit less overbuilt, but I don't know. It's, Riot did a good job with them. It appears the the Tanto Redencion <laughs> looks cool. Why didn't Riyadh say something like, 
you don't need three screws to hold in. Yeah, how did that happen? Like, like, they have such incredible manufacturing prowess, and then they end up with a three-screw inlay. Wait, can you say prowess again for me? Prowess. 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 It's, I'm looking this up. I'm making sure it's a standard pronunciation. I wanted or, to say, I, I, Ramon, to me, is like the opposite of Brian. I like the maker better than the knives. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he seems like an incredibly nice guy. Like, yeah, he's yeah, cool. he just—he seems very uh, authentic, and, and he makes I a wish, good product. I, I, I mean, everybody, people who want them like them. I, it's not better yeah. that. That's just not for me. I just I the, it's like the black wash blade metal handle, like the bare yeah. metal handles, and then like a, it's like oh yeah, let's let's throw a, an inlay on there. I mean, I appreciate that there's an inlay. It could have been more boring. I mean, like I think with no inlay would have been kind of boring. I think no matter what, he could have just made them all gray and they would have sold the oh, exact yeah. same. Oh, yeah. No, that's the good thing. That he's man- maintained a fan base like that and can sell these things mm-hmm. out incredibly quickly. And the, the mid-techs are still hovering. Or at least people are trying to sell them for the $800 range. Yeah, it's wild. Do you know how many of those I got in trade offers like back in the day for for nearly nothing? Yeah, I, I don't really understand what happened with those. I don't know if they were produced by like machine a machine shop or something or who was making them but they seemed like they were super plentiful until they weren't yes yeah or i i honestly think that they were yeah something like that but they were gone for a very long time then all of a sudden everybody wanted one yeah i mean i guess these riot models are sort of filling that gap for now but that's true you guys hear that i do not you don't hear that I feel like I hear someone chewing on sunflower seeds. Oh, God. You don't hear that? I hear it in my dreams sometimes. I don't know. I feel like it's it's happening. I know what you're trying to know. do. Maybe there. it's nothing. It might be nothing. You know, let's just let's just ignore it. This is some, <laughs> this is some great theatrics. <laughs> I swear I hear someone chewing on sunflower seeds and it's driving me fucking crap he's not even insane. in the chat yet i can't hear the sunflower seeds but maybe the bag crinkling no there's bag crinkling too and maybe a, a distant southern grill there we go oh there it is again did you hear it yep i can hear you oh my god <laughs> there uh, it is hey aaron aaron frederick's here we even have video uh-oh <laughs> Aaron, how are you, buddy? I'm uh, I'm tired now. It's uh, baseball ran long tonight. It's uh, long evenings when you work all day and then you go do that shit. Hmm. Well, we appreciate you joining us on short notice. Oh, that's fine. Always glad to jump in. What we were doing. Well, we were discussing. We ha- we we wanted to get your perspective on a few things. We were hoping you would uh, you would. Uh, Give that to us. I'm uh, certain that I can fuck somebody's perspective up. <laughs> so we were talking about the uh, the uh, in- the situation with the dual rooms in uh, at Blade Show. Oh, I wanted to get your a, thoughts on what that was all about. What a clusterfuck that was. Well, just elaborate. <laughs> well, you know, first of all, you got people running the show that act like that they are the, the God's gift to knife promoting. And, and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They don't know the difference between somebody that uh, 
that sells Chinese knockoffs with their D2 and, and then <laughs> knife makers. And, you know, the thing about it is, is they don't give a fuck. They don't care about the knife makers whatsoever. Even though it was supposed to be when it started a custom knife show, it has quickly become a fucking flea market full of shit. <laughs> but, you know, you, you, you openly tell somebody, this is the words that, they, that came out of their mouth right to me, and Jake was actually standing behind me. What they, else is no? We, we, have to, we have to train these people to start going into that other room. Okay, so I have a $1,700 booth, and I have to be, I have to train people to go there, and so that's your answer, to train people to go there. So you basically fucked everybody in the main room, in the, in the small room, uh, saying that, well, we'll get them next year. Like, no, that's not how that fucking shit works. You know, I had, I don't know how many people send me angry emails um, and text messages on Sunday after the show or say, you know, I looked for you for three days and never could find you. And I'm like, you know, I was in the little room. It's the reason I kept telling everybody I was in the small room the whole time. But they were like, I didn't even realize there was another room. It's like, that's my point. You know, and then have the lady that that's supposed to be doing all that just say, "Well, that's because you know you're a new maker, and uh, <laughs> you you get put in that other room because you're a new maker." I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And she goes, "Well, you know, you've never done this before, so you don't know." I was like, "Lady, I had a table here in '94," and she goes, "Well, you're not in our computers. I don't give a fuck if I'm in your computer or not." Do you think it's because you were regist- were you registered under Trash Panda? Well, I had it originally when I got the thing at under Frederick Knives, and then I wanted them to, to put Frederick Knives Trash Panda. After they had taken my money, they wrote me a thing back saying, well, you can't share a table. I said, I'm not fucking sharing a table. Uh, I've got two logos, two brands that I do. So, And they were like, well, how do you want us to put it down? I said, well, I want you to put it down as Trash Panda slash Frederick Knives. It's all me. It's the same thing. And they said that they were going to do that. And when I get to the table, it just says Trash Panda. Like, okay, <laughs> well, you know, whatever. <laughs> Apparently, you guys can't read fucking instructions that are topped out. But, you know, so then what you do is you move everybody down to make them buy tickets at the other end. That was their solution. Let's make everybody walk down here to get tickets. Fuckers, most people already had their tickets long before they got to the Blade Show. You can pre-order your tickets before you get there to get in. You had those things in your hand when you got there. You didn't need to go down there. You just went into the main room. Unless you're Jake or myself. Well, you know, you just do the best you can with what you got. You You guys ain't got no friends to help you all get in, so that's just the way that went. (laughs) You know, so... It, it was, it was a clusterfuck, uh, in every sense of the way. I mean, I'm surrounded by people that I didn't know, and then the guy beside me literally is selling Chinese knockoffs. That's literally what the guy was selling. And yeah, that table else, that was nuts. Everyone else around me had fucking trip hammers. Like, okay, why would anybody come down here unless they were specifically coming directly to me? 
And then that means you had to be talking to me on Instagram or something to even do that. So, you know, exposure wise, the only people that, um, that were exposed to my brand that had never seen it was either a fucking accident or were fucking idiots, you know? And I, I say that because I wound up with so many idiots in my drawings that didn't understand on that you didn't that you had to pay for the knife when you won the lotto to get to do it, even though the sign says right on it you pay at the end. But so to be to clarify, uh, Aaron had a couple of trash panda fixed blades that were ground by different makers. He had one by Les Les George and one by um, Shane Siebert. Yeah. Like two by George, two by Siebert, and then I had two by Mick Strider, but those stayed on Mick Strider's table. Thank fuck. Because otherwise, that would have been a clusterfuck, too. Um, I I had the uh, I had the Shane Siebert, and I just got lucky that the guy, one of the guys that really wanted it was the guy that came up on, you know, I did a random number generator. You signed up. You gave me your cell phone. And I text you saying, hey, this is the knife. And, you know, the one guy, he wanted it really bad. So that one was easy. But then the uh, the Les Georges, I picked 15 names off a list of 50-some people. And 10 people thought that they got the knife for free. Even Holy though shit. Right, on, right on the thing, it said the knife cost is six hundred dollars um i will call you win the right to buy the knife i mean it's i have a paper it says it right on it it was pretty clear if you don't know what you're signing up for why in the fuck would you give me your full name and your cell phone number and and do that i'm just like damn i only need like one more thing and i pretty much (laughs) fuck your life up you know um what the fuck? So I kept getting people coming to my booth saying, all right, I, I get this knife. Yeah, for $600. And then after I go through two or three people that come to the booth, I wind up just getting text messages. And I wind up having a full script that I started just cut, cut and pasting because I'd done it so many times. And finally, it was just... It, it just got till I was like, "Fuck it, I'll throw them away. I'm not, I'm not dealing with this anymore." You know, it was. So you had a lot of casual foot traffic, is what you're saying? Well, you you get people that don't know what they're doing, and I understand everybody's got to get introduced to the thing, but mm-hmm. you know, at least read fucking simple directions. I mean, geez. But it was it wasn't all bad. I mean, you had a pretty successful blade show, right? Oh, I sold a ton of knives. Uh, there's there's no there's no doubt about that. It's just that I got so many emails and things from people saying that they just couldn't find me or didn't even get to talk to me or wanted to show me a knife that I had done 15 years ago and if there was anything that could be worked on to to modernize it or any of that kind of stuff. And I had so many people uh, come up and, and say that kind of stuff. And it was like, uh, you're probably better off. <laughs> well, I mean, there's older knives. There's sometimes there's nothing you can do about it, but if it was an art knife and they wanted uh file work or something that the, and the knife didn't have, have file work or something, you know, that, that kind of stuff can be done. And, 
you know, technically that's, that's not hard work. That's, uh, that, that's just stuff I can sit down at my bench and do and, and, and make a few extra dollars really. But mm-hmm. of course they couldn't find me. So fuck. I, I think I have the solution or the answer for why it was like this. It was because you were in the room with cold steel. So definitely the increase in dumbasses had some correlation to the fact that you were near the cold steel booth. Well, let me tell you what, old Cold Steel sat back there in that back corner like he was going to be a big ass. And he, I he is a big ass. 10, I didn't <laughs> see 10 people come to that booth the entire weekend. And most of the time, I never left the booth. Very rarely did I leave the booth. And I didn't see hardly anybody there because they probably couldn't even find his ass to go yell at him. I don't think I... you. You were able to take a walk with me, like, on Sunday, towards the end of the show. That was the only time I remember you leaving the booth. Yeah, I tried to stay in it the whole time because I, you know, I sold so many t-shirts. That was probably the best-selling thing I had. (laughs) Fucking t-shirts. So. Well, there's some brand recognition for you. Yeah. It's a good t-shirt. All that being said, I have one. It is. Is it, is this because the new owners of of the Blade Show or Blade Magazine? Do they are they the ones that are screwing this up? Because I know it got it just changed hands, right? It did just change hands, and the person who technically should have been there running the entire show decided that that was a good weekend to take vacation. And that is a true story. I got that from a good customer of mine because they had fucked them on the rooms. And things like that, well, they got enough clout that they wound up talking to them pretty regularly and pretty heatedly. And then uh, they told me, it's like, oh, yeah, she didn't even come. She decided that this would be a great time for her to take vacation. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And they're like, no, she is literally not here. Wow. Cow. Well, there's another pin in the fucking show. They, well, they have tried to make so much money. And they are so greedy that they won't do quality control on what they have inside the show. If you want to have a flea market, keep that shit up because that's what you're getting. It's whoever's paying for tables. Um, you know, when I first started doing this, well, like the show you guys come to in New Jersey, of course, it used to be in New York. Um, it used to be in the Crown Plaza there in, uh, in Times Square. Well, let me tell you what. There used to be a wait list to get to that that show that was years long. Hmm. You couldn't just go just because you decided you wanted to go, and that was just the way it was. He had a limited amount of room. He had a limited amount of tables, and you had to earn the right to be there. I'm sorry that it needs to be that way at every show. You shouldn't just let every jack off in there that, that decides they're going to go. Uh, it just shouldn't be that way. Um just because you decided to start making knives last week and you want to go to the blade show, well, good for you, you know, sign up, get you a table eventually. It, there's little shows, do those. Hmm. I, I don't know exactly the answer, but what they're doing now is fucking stupid. Yeah, well, I mean, I think part of the problem is that they're getting more and more money because more and more people are going, even if it's pissing off the knife makers who are actually displaying there, so... Yeah, there were some no. re- there were some really freaking bad knives at that show. 
It was funny. Uh, Brian and I were actually talking for a good long time after we recorded the last episode about some of the really bad stuff. Oh shit, that was so bad. Those were fucking awful. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you guys found those. Those were atrocious. I mean, Brian, how long were we looking for that fucking thing? (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't remember the name. It it, 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 two o'clock in the morning. We ended up. My wife. I get in the bed. She's like, two o'clock. What the hell were you doing? I'm sure (laughs) it was worth it because they were absolute garbage. But, yeah. you know, I don't know if we should not let people go because they make shitty knives. I mean, you probably shouldn't let people that are selling fake shit into the show. That's that's and that's the point. I think that's the point that Aaron's yeah. making, too, is that there's a lot of people selling fake spider codes. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty foul uh, at a yeah, industry that's, show. That's pretty but if you're pissing off the knife makers, which it doesn't seem like anybody was happy about the exhibitor passes thing, mm-hmm. then like that's the people who bring the audience there mm-hmm. without the the people presenting like. You won't have fans going. Well, that's where I say you really ought to be doing some quality control. Last year, I was with Strider uh, most of the time. I was at the Strider booth. Um, and we literally went around the room and confiscated fake Striders three different times. <laughs> and, and, those are, and and we just took them. And... Uh, the funny thing is that... <laughs> How does that go uh, down? Did, did like, they get t- smashed with a hammer? I've heard the story. I didn't we know you were involved. literally took them over and smashed them with a hammer. Yeah, I've heard the story. I didn't know you were involved. Oh, yeah. I, I was smashing. I was one of them swinging. It was the smasher. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, we took one of my breacher bars and actually stuck down to one of them and just started snapping them in half. Uh, oh, that's excellent. Uh but yeah, we did that two or three times. So actually we did it three different times. And, uh, the one guy came over there and said, uh, you know, I either want my knives back or my money. And then Josh just picked up the parts and handed them to him. The parts, he says, your fucking knives in. And, uh, but that's the kind of people that they're letting in. They, they, I mean, the guy that was sitting next to me, the guy that was behind me, had a knockoff of every popular knife that's been out in the last five years. Which one? I was there. Who had the knockoff? Yeah, that, that was that the was, worst. That was the worst booth at the show. They were just to the le- they were on my left, looking out from. The oh, oh do, do yeah, we have yeah. the map? It looked like a it, it looked like a like a pawn shop in Chinatown it had like gold mm. frilly shit all over oh, the place. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean that's uh, it was just. I mean, they had one guy there that spoke English, but I mean, it was a Chinese knockoff is exactly what it was. It's messed up because it's like you're all like strewn about in the same place. Like, like Caddy Corner to you was Leong Ma. And it's like across from him is knockoffs. Yeah. Yeah, he was right across. Mm -hmm. The guy had trip hammers. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, that's messed up. And the people, they were nice as could be, but the... The one guy beside, uh, kind of straight in front of me, kind of right beside Leon Mall, had uh, gun targets. He was selling plastic gun targets the whole time. Now, how in the fuck is that knife related? What the fuck are you doing here? Mm. I guess it's relevant, sort of, maybe. But it doesn't, they have to have some sort of strategy to where they put these people. Well, it used to be, it said... Guild people, ABS people, handmade people, and antique. That was the way it was. And then Mm. around the edges, around the room, you had booths. And the booths were 
your company production company yeah and that was the way it used to be set up but like the room that you guys went in the main room was a third of the size when i first started it above Hmm. where the pit bar is uh that level above the pit bar uh, used to be the show. It used to be in there, and instead of being in that big room, it used to be above the pit bar. But when I first started doing it, you could go down and sit down in the pit bar and talk to people, and there wasn't 900 people milling around. You know, it was just like, hey, I used to eat in the pit bar, and there wasn't 47 people spilling drinks on top of you. You know, now it's gotten so big that it's a different atmosphere but it's definitely overwhelming like well, it was crazy even for jake and i when we were there it's like jesus christ what is happening here yeah i mean i still prefer the smaller shows like in new york and i, I well you got some room to breathe for one the usn show is about as big as i like to pull with the blade show is too big um the the usn show is a little bigger than the new york show um of uh, the 50 50 productions does most of the shows that I go to. Uh, but, uh, the, the USN show is a little bit bigger, but it does, it's not stupid. Oh, by the way, um, there's actually going to be a, a get together happening. Um, it's a USN, uh, get together, uh, happening at the, uh, the VA up in Jersey, Brian, like the same one we've been to a couple times. Right. And that'll be on August second. Uh, I'll try and post the uh, the details of that. I'll definitely be going to that. So, okay, we'll post that in the in the liner notes too. Well, if I showed up to a VA, you'd have to carry my ass out of there. I get so drunk. So. <laughs> you should you should definitely come. That's a that's a long drive to go to a, a, a yes gathering uh, a, a little meeting. But, Be eight people there that know what a knife is. Everybody else there had stabbed a German at one point. You know, <laughs> it's it wouldn't be a little meeting if if the three of us rolled in though. No. That's true. It's a very yeah, sizable but... meeting. Yeah, very <laughs> sizable belt sizes. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to come, Aaron, you come stay with us. We'll just all roll up together. I'd say around August I'll be in full USN. Uh, oh, that's ready, true. Yeah, ready mode. Uh, that's true. I'm gonna start ordering steel and everything this week for everything, and start getting on ready on that. That'll be good. Yeah. A lot more kits. Uh, you know, I've been doing a lot of thought on this one. Um, I can't take that many pandas with me. They just are too big and too heavy for me to. Uh, to take that far and fly and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So uh, I'm probably only going to have probably at the most uh, 10 pandas. And then everything else will probably be kits in some form or fashion. The, the titanium ones and stuff like that, I'm going to try to get some kind of pattern stuff cut in on the titanium ones, even if I just sit and mill lines and stuff in on them. That could be fun. Yeah, well, it's 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 more setting them up on a plate and doing it. it. It takes me longer to set up the plate than it does to do them. You know, so but that's right. Well, we'll hopefully on the next episode we'll talk more about the USN show. Uh, 
maybe we'll focus on some of the stuff that's happening. I'm hoping to be able to get out to that show. Let's see what happens. Yeah, we're a little we're a little ways out on uh, on that one yet. So uh, it's closer than I think. You know. Well, it's, it's like almost July. What is it? Sixty. It's like sixty four days. Oh, it's yeah. a tight time frame from from Blade to uh to USN show. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we used to do Blade show and then do a show in August that was the Guild show, and it used to be down in Orlando back when the Guild didn't move around uh it was a really good show down in orlando i used to do that show a lot and it was basically come home from blade and take a week off or something like that and then you basically had to start getting into prep again on what you were going to start doing yeah well you know what i'm curious about is if the production manufacturers are going to start just only going to shot show and give up on blade i know some of them used to not go to blade which is interesting. It makes no sense. We, we went to the Kershaw booth, and no one could have given a rat's ass of what was happening at Blade Show at Kershaw booth. Yeah, is he, so like Shot Show might be just the production. Like I know, uh, was it Sog that hasn't been to Blade Show in years, and Cold Steel just came back for the first time in a while, or something. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's going to be kind of bizarre when if all the production knives just switch to Shot Show. But I guess it might bring Blade back to what it originally was, which was a custom show. So. Well, I know we said we weren't going to be talking about climate control in that room, but maybe it was so cool in there because Cold Steel was there. Yeah. Oh my that god, with the bad puns and jokes and I do them just for you. No, it was not cool in there because of it was Lynn Tom if anything, I'm surprised it wasn't hot because Lynn Thompson was breathing up all the air with his fat ass trying to like and- Tomahawk fight. Uh, uh, well, he did. He did show a video of cutting a pig in half. Like, oh my god! Oh, how did I miss that? Oh my god! I, I hate to be that Cold Steel employee that has to like fake tomahawk fight him all day at Blade <laughs> and just keep getting hit in the head with like a rubber tomahawk. Like, how much can you pay someone to do that? That's, but it didn't even look like whatever they were doing was going to break a sweat. It looked like they were taking a few steps towards each other and a few steps back. Oh, I'm telling you, they didn't hardly have any traffic in there. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the production company is just going to go. Hey, I have a que- I have a question for everybody too. The production guys were this time. I have a I have a question. Has anyone listened to uh, Ernie Emerson's podcast? Mm-hmm. That's I not guess. something I'm going to listen no. to. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> yeah, but. I mean, it doesn't seem to be about knives, so at least it's not crowding this already crowded field even more. Is it crowded? I can't tell. I don't know. There's like six of us. It's not crowded. It's not crowded. Oh, okay. Are you going to flex on them? No, there's no need to flex. Everybody's cool. (laughs) Yeah, after this episode, I don't think we have anything we can flex about. This is a no flex zone. This is... Wow, that's a very useful <laughs> reference for you to be making. Yeah, did you enjoy that? Yeah, I, did. I did that for you. Wow, Dave. I'm really impressed. I did. This that is for like you. when you have like a demented grandfather and he has a moment of lucidity. This is what it yeah. feels like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so yeah, impressed. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, that's funny. So, were you guys around when the guy in the scooter chair? Uh, oh, knocked, knocked over the whole display. <laughs> knocked over my table that had my kits on. The, what no. was it, Bob Trezula? Oh my god. <laughs> no, no. I, I don't even know who this guy was but it was like jesus had hit him all of a sudden because you know he comes through there and it was like you know it's like uh, 
Brad steps up and he was like, uh, no, Brad, mate. No, it was Chris that was there. I'm sorry. Um, Chris was over there and a the guy was doing that. And all of a sudden he bumps the table and I kind of reach over and start just kind of balancing knives and grab <laughs> just catching table. them with your feet and shit. And uh, all of a sudden the guy jumps up like <laughs> Jesus had touched him or something. No. He oh, was healed scary. immediately. And I was like, <laughs> dude, you're in a power chair running around the blade show and acting like you can't do nothing. And and all of a sudden you jump up and start trying to try to balance knives like wow you're healed all right did it have a basket in the front of it that was that's that's really what would make it even better he does it he bumps into tables and hopes things fall into yeah, the fall into the basket yeah. just conveniently <laughs> rolls away who comes to a fuck who goes and gets one of those things that don't need it at every grocery store alive you know they all do that but to come to the blade show and then can't drive the motherfucker it's like holy shit dude <laughs> I'm surprised there aren't more of those at Blade. Well, it's it. I mean, it's a lot of walking, but gee whiz, you know. <laughs> wow. Well, Aaron, uh, thank you for uh, joining us for this. Uh, I guess um, unrehearsed shit, shit show. Shit show. The you're looking for. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it Thanks, is Brian. Shit show, exactly. That's, uh... mm. So shall and- we? Yeah, go ahead. Go for it, buddy. What's that? I said, what have you all talked about? Well, before you um, before you joined us, we were actually talking about uh, some of Brian's uh, favorite customers. Um, <laughs> it was about 45 minutes of going on and on about knives that I don't even know what the fuck they were talking about. Five minutes of me raving like a lunatic, and then you came on. <laughs> that's pretty much. That's yeah. exactly. That's what, how you know. the people what they want. That's every episode. Well, I, actually, I actually had a a very very upset customer um, when I got back. He sent a knife to me during the blade show uh, prep. I told him flat out that there's no way I can work on a knife right now. If it was uh, something that was you really tore up maybe I could take a look at it. But the thing about it was, is that he wanted the knife switched around. He wanted, uh, he wanted a new clip. He wanted some other things done to it. And then I did take a week off to do shit that had to be done around my house after I got back. And then I start getting calls from monkey edge saying that they've got a customer that had sent a knife back and they, he'd bought it like a year ago. And there, he's just berating them, wanting to know where this knife was. Oh shit! Like, so he he, he called a, Monkey Age about yeah. it, and and apparently he had sent me some. Just I mean, he sent me a bunch of emails. Well, I wind up going up there and open some of them, and they're just nasty. And wow. I'm like, well, I tell you what, you'll get your knife back, and I'll fix it. But I guarantee you, don't get no fucking clip put on it. You're going to get your knife back and you can suck a dick is what you can do. (laughs) So I picked the knife. He he wanted the detent tightened up and I get it and I open it. I'm like, it's a $1,600 knife. You're wanting it to have a detent like a flipper. Like it, you know, that it's just going to jump. I'm like, dude, it's not that kind of knife, but I did tighten the detent, put it in there nice and tight. I hope he can't even open it when he gets it. (laughs) You know, I do the whole thing and I'm like, man, you are a rude motherfucker. Uh, Just to, just to 
pass the hat, call everybody else, see if they can get a hold of me. And it was like, dude, I took a week off and, and spent some time with my family. I wrote him an email and said, I'm sorry that I actually took a week off, you know, after one of the biggest show preps that I've ever done and spent a couple of days working around the house and took my kids fishing a few times. Your knife's on the way. The detent's fine. I did so, not you a clip. This dude buys a $1,600 knife and has to know that Blade Show is coming up. Like, it's not like someone who buys a $1,600 knife knows that Blade Show. Oh, I knows told Blade. Him, as, soon as, as soon as he said he wanted to send it back, I told him that there is no way I can work on anything until this time frame here. And he said, oh, that's fine. And then all of a sudden, it's not fine. It's like, hey, fuck you, Aaron. I want to... Uh, I want to make sure that I, I make your life a living hell. Like, seriously. Like, it's very rude just to even want to send something to a knife maker at Blade Show and say. Well, what was happening was the person that he was selling that knife to that he, <laughs> that, you know, the one that he sent to you to get refurbished mm-hmm. so it's like brand new again. Mm-hmm. That person was getting antsy and he was afraid he was going to lose the sale. More than likely. Mm. But, I, I mean, can't I tell you know. how every time I fix a knife, not that I fix them, but every time I make a knife back to new condition, it's fucking sold the next day. That's because it's being sold. Yeah. So, you know, like this is how not a secret Blade Show is, too. It's like uh, I have a, uh, a Spyderco calendar, right? And in that calendar, Blade Show is literally printed on the day of Blade Show. Christmas is not. But Blade Show is. <laughs> so it's it's that it's that it's that big a deal. Well, I just don't understand people sometimes. Well, I mean people suck most of the time anyway, but mm-hmm. when you when you get people that are demanding, you get customers that start getting just be flipping assholes all the time. You know, you don't want to do anything extra for them. You don't want to do anything for them. You it's like wow, you know. It's not like I won't already make everything right, but I mean, there was nothing wrong with this knob. It was in mint condition. It had never been out of the pouch, it looked to me. And all of a sudden, you, you want a new clip, but the reason being is that I used to not make those milled clips the way I do now. And he wanted a milled clip. Of course, he didn't want to pay for it. You know, he, he didn't want to pay for the $75 it would be to have to change all this stuff out, but... Um, that that's that's what he wanted, but of course that's not what he got. So, but wow, I don't know. I don't understand people uh, acting that way. You know, I got one on my desk right now. The guys asked me two or three times about it. It's because somebody took it apart and completely fucked it up. And he's like, you know, when am I going to get that back? I said, whenever I get time to actually make new liners and all this. Because what's that going to cost me? It's going to cost you a lot because I didn't do any of this. You're remaking another fucking knife, basically. But, you know, the, the thing about it is is that I have to be real careful with it because it's one that me and John did. Jake has one that that's uh, kind of like it. It's one me and John did together. And I can't, uh, I can't touch the liners or I can't touch the bolsters or the handles again because John put gold in the uh, in the bolsters. And he, mm. lets, he lets somebody take this thing apart wow. and drill holes into the lock. He, he drilled, you know, your relief hole that you put on your lock. Uh, you know, I, I, I do a little end. I put a little hole at the very end of my lock, kind of a stress hole. That way I've got some room when I'm cutting them. 
<laughs> Stress hole. He's he decides he's going to drill this thing huge. I mean, use like a like a five six or a quarter inch. <clears throat> huge. It's a huge hole, and it's totally screwed the knife up. And I'm like, I don't even know what the guy was doing. Uh, were you trying to make the lock so weak that it wouldn't work? I, I don't get it, but you know that people are stupid. But <laughs> oh well, that's just that's what you get. So. Most of the time, most of them are pretty good, but that guy just, wow. Hey, Aaron. Yeah, man. What do you think, what would you do with a miniature kukri? Miniature kukri. Um, if someone uh, gave you, what do you think the best use of a miniature kukri would be? Well, is it from Pakistan? No. It's a very, it's a high quality item. It's just very small. I don't know. Um, I have no idea, to tell you the truth. I, I don't know that I have a use for that kind of blade. Hmm. Well, make something up. Make something you're not, you're up. not winning our giveaway. Yeah, he's not. Aaron is not winning the giveaway. <laughs> no, I mean, I, you know, I, I usually carry a, carry a knife for, uh, you know, what I'm going to be doing, you know. Uh, I like a good sharp tip on stuff in case I got to dig something out of my fingers. Um, usually <laughs> well, I will say this thing is terrifyingly sharp. It would probably like rip your fingernail right off. So we're giving away a very tiny kukri. Did you see the picture that I posted on Instagram? No, I've been at baseball a long time. Go go on to my Instagram real quick and take a look at it. Okay. Just a I'm curious to what his reaction is going to be. Content. Content. This is some of the best. Okay. Our, 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 our listeners are patient. They, they, they don't mind a few seconds of silence. It's only well, painful to us. I'm usually not very silent, but. Yeah, I know. It's true, but. Yep. I don't know. I, I, I like the tiny kookery, though. It looks like it would be the proper size for like a G.I. Joe. <laughs> like a like a twelve inch GI Joe, not like a not one of the little ones that we had when we were kids. My God, did they forget the fucking handle on it? It's got a nice handle. It's actually sculpted and stuff. It's tiny. It is tiny. That's the whole idea. Well, okay. Did you see all those trees I chopped down with it? Yeah, I see those. Do you see that I have my pinky out when I'm when I was chopping with it? All right, SpongeBob. Yeah. Oh. Pinky out. Uh, solid reference. <laughs> On that note, yeah, we're giving away that uh, that kukri. Um, we're trying to try and wrap it up. I think. How do you guys feel about that? Wrap it up. Well, wrap it up. Real, wrap it real up. good. <clears throat> well, Aaron, I want to thank you for joining us. Alrighty. Uh, we'll talk soon. Feel free to All stick right. around with us while we wrap up. You don't have to leave. All right, I'll just sit here, try to make an ass of myself. Dave, was there anything else you wanted to add? Um, uh, do we have something we need to add? No. I'm but waiting. Want... I'm waiting for a P3 and Rex45. What? Oh. Whoa. That was bad timing. Yeah, that was very bad timing. <laughs> Um, wing ding of the week goes to custom knife makers who have outstanding pimp job orders from three years ago but are trying to make a shitty youtube channel to make 30 bucks a month on it and add revenue
can I also add shitty custom knife makers that weren't that are new shitty custom knife makers and think that they're custom knife makers because they've had successful uh, we knife collaborations. These were very pointed. Yes. <laughs> Yikes. Um, on that note, thank you guys all for listening. And I want to thank PVK Vegas for uh, in part sponsoring this episode. And we'll probably sponsor the next one if we're lucky. <laughs> probably not. They're great guys. They're great guys. They are great guys. Um, and uh, keep Look it. For you know, automatics. We'll... Uh, making them a bunch of automatics right now. Yeah, they do specialize in automatics. <laughs> <laughs> this was uh, that's my uh, advertising voice, Aaron. What do you think? I, I like it. <laughs> uh, and we'll we'll. I know we said we would do it for our listeners, but we'll post some uh, instructions for the giveaway again in case it wasn't clear. The hashtag for the giveaway is knife nuts tree shit, and the coupon code. For PVK Vegas is Knife Nuts. You get 5% off your order and maybe even a little prize. It's cocaine. Maybe even a little prize. It's cocaine, yeah. I mean, it is is Vegas. It could be cocaine. (laughs) Thank you guys all for listening. You know, do the thing. Listen to this. You can listen to it on... Oh, my God. Why? Why every single time? I love it. That's my favorite part of the the show now, is waiting for Jake to start singing an outro theme. It's terrible. It's terrible. You've got the bad puns. I've got the outro song. Uh, I think... uh, Terrible. (laughs) Play them them off, Jake. It's on... uh, Listen to us on YouTube. uh, You know, Stitcher iTunes thingy. Leave us a review. Google Podcasts want. just came out. We are on Google Podcasts. Oh my god! And like most things, you probably fuck it up. Get removed next week. <laughs> it's uh, it was very much rushed to market, so I'm happy we are somehow included on it because nobody's gonna be using wow. it. But yeah, they'll great. find out it's knives and get rid of you, fucker. Demonetized demonetized that's why we need pvk vegas and maybe patreon let us know if you think we should do a patreon yeah i think maybe we should put up a poll of some kind or or at least a post for discussion is she gonna dance on the poll we do have a discussion group an episode discussion group on on uh facebook it has a grand total of zero posts it has no posts but there are people in it I don't. I don't participate. This intro is going to be the outro is going to be playing is going to be fading in for a long time. That's fine. That's fine. Make sure it gets gets to the sweepy whittly whittly wah part. It does. Yes. It does the it's whole thing. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. It it does. That's the weirdest thing. I think we need an outro edit and an intro edit of this song because it just plays the entire fucking song. Yeah. Why would it not? No. No. On the outro, it needs. To yeah. It's the whole song in the outro. I didn't wish that had time. Next time.
kept I kept escaping to that room because it was cooler. Yeah. I'm saying I'm saying that it's it's I've seen it presented as a, a selling point. Like some people said that they were hanging out in that room instead of the big room when they we're in, we're, okay. We're not going to talk about the, the climate control. We're just not. <laughs> we're gonna just let Aaron rant we're about gonna, it. Yeah, we're just gonna let Aaron be angry. Yeah. Um, but you know what? When you're a new maker, you got to pay your dues, and or you when you're cold steel. Room. Apparently, wasn't cold steel in there? Yeah, so was Leong Ma yeah, and Right Knife. Not. Yeah, and, and Best, best Tech. And best and tech. And, yep. There's some established people that, that also yeah. got mm-hmm. screwed. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. it wasn't just so what are we, guys. So, what are we doing for this giveaway? Um, I wouldn't necessarily think they got screwed, but they got, you know, if you didn't, if you waited till the last minute to fucking get in there, you had a choice. You either got in that room or you didn't get a table. Oh, okay. I don't I don't think he waited till the last minute. I'm pretty sure he... Well, I don't know. We can we can let him. If I, if anybody waited till the last minute, it sounds like it might be Aaron. But well, except for he's been doing the show for twenty five years. That's well, he point. did say he got he registered late this year. Oh, okay. yeah. Also, didn't he not have a room? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> but Cold his, Steel's the surprise I think his there. Wife, his wife wanted to skip this year. You would his think like a corporate entity like Cold Steel would have their shit together. Unless Cold Steel just probably space. wanted a larger space. Yeah, because right. they well they also needed to be cooler so that Lynn Thompson didn't have a fucking massive coronary mm, if it got true. too hot while he was like stick fighting or whatever. Well, that was the weirdest thing. We can talk about Birdshot's video from. They do that every year though. That's the thing. It's like not even novel uh, it, anymore. But it just looks like it's getting even weirder and weirder. I mean, because... it is weird when you're in the middle of like nowhere and it's just like an old fat man, like uh, swinging fake sticks. tomahawk at another man. And without if, explanation, if we were trying yes. to de- defend our hobby, and and someone just walked by the bally flipping competition, and then into that room and saw the stick fighting, we would have no argument. Yeah, I mean that it's it's yeah it's a wrap for this, for any <laughs> credibility that the, the hobby could have. All right, so what's the what's the are we doing the hashtag? Yeah, we're waiting on the hashtag. We're also waiting for one of the kids to stop having a tantrum. <laughs> Yeah, what's what's the hashtag? I don't know yet. I said we're still waiting on the hashtag. Uh, oh, the hashtag. Yes. I don't know. What are we doing? I don't know. Uh, it's oh, maybe some tree shit because it's a tiny little uh, kukri. Oh they yeah, just, they can cut down tiny knife little nuts, trees. Knife nuts tree shit. Knife nuts tree shit. Yeah, exactly make people people be. have to take a picture of them cutting down a tiny little tree with a knife. Are we? Can we agree to that? Knife nuts tree shit. If that's the best we got. <laughs> what do you? What? Well, Brian, you're the only one who hasn't contributed any ideas. Because mine sucked just as bad as yours. <laughs> it's honest. Fair enough. Well, what did? What was? I didn't even hear yours. What was your idea? I don't think you contributed one. <laughs> right. Oh, I did. You guys didn't hear it. I forget now. <laughs> uh, I don't Knife know. Knife nuts pole position. We, we really have to put thought. Probably not two minutes before we do a podcast, um, mm-hmm. we got to put some thought to some of these things. Like when we're going to give stuff away, how are you going to do it? And what is, you know, it's because it's just it always is just done cheese, you know, totally cheese. Hey, well, at least in our defense, we weren't able to do the work sharp one because they never told us what to do. Yeah, they just stopped responding. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> I mean, it made that giveaway easier. Of how you would use this kukri, 
and use the hashtag knife nuts tree shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really yeah. want people taking pictures of them chopping down little trees with it. And by little trees, Pret- I mean like... Pre- pretending they have a kookery in their hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. But let's... We got to bring Thanks. it up at the... Closer towards the end of the podcast, lest people decide to stop listening halfway through the podcast. Yeah. I don't. I think I would rather have more half-assed entrance this time as opposed to like the three people who entered our last giveaway. Well, our last giveaway was pretty much impossible. I mean, it required you to throw a knife into a lake. What if you live in a landlocked area? You're at a real disadvantage. You're going to throw it in your neighbor's above-ground pool? He's going to be pissed. <laughs> when that goes into the filter, that shit is expensive. And, uh, Archibald Meat Pants did it. <laughs> yeah. He should get it because he went on an adventure. He tried to have the seagulls do it for him. That was my favorite part. <laughs> oh, dude, when, when he tossed that down wrapped in bread, I lost my mind. Actually, the funniest part... And he says, I'm, I'm here with my friends, and he pans the camera, and there's like a hundred seagulls just hovering over him, that, waiting that for him. That man has a real talent for comedy. Like, that was too good. Like, he did it too good really, of a job on that. Did he coin Did he coin the term Knife Nuts Nation? Is that, did I hear that in there? He's like, yeah. He was like, what's Knife Nuts Nation? I like that. Pencil necks. I wish more people. Pencil necks. I left my head so many pencil I wish more people knew who Bill was so they could, like, appreciate how awesome that was. Like, yes. <laughs> well, I, I pitched in the, I say we, cause we have that, um, knife, not, oh, not knife, not fucking Instagram TV thing. Uh-huh. We just have Bill do like a two minute segment each week. Oh my God. That would yeah. be incredible. On whatever he wants to do. It doesn't matter. I didn't even know he had Instagram. So that was, <laughs> I feel like he would be interested and, and I would like him to get more involved anyway. So. Yeah. I'll approach him but i don't expect the yes was he in atlantic city when he did that you don't expect the yes no really after, after he willingly made that made three that videos minute long documentary about yeah throwing that fucking so, dagger so, in there. meeting your so friends in new jersey atlantic city with his wife his wife was on a business trip he went down there with her and he was just like bored out of his mind just riding the fucking tram smoking a joint all day all day and uh i I kind of gave him a little something to do, so he was excited about it. Oh, okay, all right, all right. It was oh. more. It was even funnier when it was completely random, but that's okay. I had no idea that you put him up to it, Brian. Very good. I mean, my first knife was a shitty boardwalk knife too, so like <laughs> we, we've all been. There. I connected with that personal level. My first M Tech was from a boardwalk. Before M-Techs were cool. Yeah, before, right, before so Levon tried to convince us all that we need an M-Tech in our life. Well, I mean, Aaron straight up loved that M-Tech and took it home. D- did him. you bring it to Blade like you said you were going to? Yeah, I did. Uh-huh. Nice. Um, shall we start recording? Yeah. All right. Let me know when you're are ready. The, are the, uh, I think on Jake's end are the baby crying situation. Oh yeah, what's the status there? Yeah, it's well, it's gonna come and go. All right. <laughs> well, use the mute button judiciously. So we're ready then. It's gonna, it's, it's gonna come and go. <laughs> yeah, that's as yeah, it's as good as it's gonna get. They're, they're children. I'm already in the basement. The doors are shut. <laughs> you need some uh, insulation for the basement. Just I kind of started it. Remember? 
Yeah, I know, I know. And just tape it to the door. I don't think anyone is doing this, but if you listen to the podcast with like studio headphones on, like studio monitor, you can hear that I'm in like a room with high ceilings and echo. So yeah, we all need some acoustic paneling. Actually, you know what? Brian's probably has the best uh, acoustics in the garage with the low ceilings. Uh, is everyone dead? try to do this every two weeks i guess it's been like over a month now feels like it i'm still burnt out from blade show i my i think my internet <laughs> dropped the call so if you guys just started i did not get any of it Fuck! this is perfect <laughs> wow how long were you talking for this is very unusual my connection's usually super stable we, right. we never stopped right. we're talking from the time he said okay here we go i didn't i, I was already <laughs> out by that time uh Oh Jesus Christ! When okay. You said, I'm re okay, I'm recording, and we we start going. <laughs> okay, well, gonna have to what run it from the top. All right, knife nuts. All right, we ready? Yeah. <laughs>